0: Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts, included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad news podcasts. To catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how.
1: If I had my way, Renato Mariotti would be a dictator. Good (laughs) morning. What? (laughs) Former federal prosecutor Renato Mariotti joins us. Good morning, Renato.
2: Good morning.
1: Well, let's start. I mean, obviously, the big bombshell you tweeted about uh, Jack Smith's move. You said this move by Jack Smith implicitly concedes the issue raised by Trump could delay his trial. Smith made a judgment call that he was better off raising this issue himself and trying to expedite the process rather than letting Trump do so in a matter that would delay the trial. I mean, it's a bold move, isn't it? I mean, it it could be a brilliant move, but it makes me really nervous, (laughs) given the makeup of the Supreme Court. What do you think?
2: yeah i I agree i i think it's it's really i i wanted to be real with everyone about it because i think it's an implicit concession by him that trump really had a path to delay this Mm -hmm. so let me just just to give everyone listening uh some background you know when i'm representing normal people who have uh, criminal issues um they don't get to delay their trial because they're going to have an appeal like your your trial set you can have any sort of issues you'd like to raise later on appeal, but you've got to go through and have your criminal trial first. So, but you know, Donald Trump is not the typical person, and in this case, he's raising issues that have never been raised before. Why? Right. Because we haven't had a presidents indicted for committing crimes before. Um, and so in particular, you know, Trump has raised some issues that, uh, while you know, I'd say are uh, long shots to put it kindly are first of their kind issues so he says for example if i've been impeached for this conduct and i didn't get uh you know convicted in the impeachment uh then i'm off scot-free double jeopardy well that's silly because impeachment's a political process not a criminal one but nonetheless no one's ever ever dealt with that issue it's it's the first time it's come up but there's no law ab- on that about
1: delay with him so in that way this is kind of a brilliant move to go he's going to do this anyway let's go right to the supreme court right i mean it, it
2: right because smith knows so if you go through the ordinary road if like what was going to happen if like typically the government would just sort of say no you don't need an appeal right now that would there would be some argument about that And then Trump would would go to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals and they would hear the case and then it would go up to the Supreme Court. And Jack Smith calculated. He's like, oh, crap, (laughs) that could put us past the election alone. Uh, So we need to just, you know, go directly like free parking, you know, those uh, (laughs) on Monopoly where it's like, like, don't do not pass. Go. Uh, That's that's what he's trying to do here.
1: But I mean, you know, I think what's troubling is what we already mentioned is this the current makeup of the Trump packed Supreme Court, including Clarence Thomas whose wife was clearly involved in this, who already voted to try to, you know, keep Trump's documents secret, the only vote. And of course he won't recuse himself, right? I mean, are you uh, as concerned as I am about that?
2: Well, I certainly think that the makeup of the Supreme Court uh, is part of the equation here. It was always going to be. And so Mm -hmm. really, I mean, Jack Smith is sort of accelerating things. Um, But at the end of the day, if the United States Supreme Court was going to vote five to four or six to three to say that there's some absolute immunity that Trump had and that he could lead an insurrection in the Capitol and that's okay, Uh, that was going to happen anyway. And so the question is, is it going to happen today or is it going to happen a year from now? And so Jack Smith's like, well, I'm just going to press the fast forward button and get there. Uh, Yeah, it's monumental. And I think it's safe to say, Stephanie, it's one of those times when you look at the United States Supreme Court and you're like, this is going to change... Uh, american history sort of like when i i mean i'm young enough or old enough to remember you know bush for versus yeah. gore yeah. uh right. yeah. we all knew that like ultimately that case was going to decide the election and ultimately yeah. i think decide so it, that 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 case decided so much about our history uh, yeah. ever since yeah
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
1: Well, and this is what I was going to ask, Renato, is this a a legal or a political point? But don't the American people have a right to know before the election if if uh, there's a candidate that tried to overthrow the United States government? I mean, it's hard to think of a more compelling public interest, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's interesting because it's a, a, the sort of interest that never has come to play before in a criminal case. And so our system's really not built to consider that question, and it never has before. And the interesting thing about it is if you consider it and say, okay, we need to accelerate the process for that reason, if you explicitly say that, you're treating him differently than, the other, than others, and so that creates its own issue. He has put all of us and our entire system – in a very, very challenging position, and uh, we just have to come to grips with that. Yeah, boy.
1: So I read one story that makes me feel good about this. (laughs) And then I read another one. Uh, The headline, Trump appeal may still take six months under the Supreme Court's version of lightning speed. I mean, and I hate to say it, but speaking of politics, some matters have moved quickly, such as their decision to strike down Biden's student loan forgiveness and leave a six-week abortion ban in effect in Texas. So, you know, when it gets to their, to their right-wing priorities, they seem to get to it pretty quick. It'll, it'll be interesting to see, right, how long this takes.
2: Yeah, I've never considered the Supreme Court like lightning swift on anything. They there are certain matters like death penalty things that they are resolve on a, a expedited basis, but generally speaking the Supreme Court's not where you go uh to get a speedy result. It's not like going to to, you know, um uh, McDonald's or or a Chipotle or something. <laughs> um it, it takes time a uh, process. And so the reality, you know, the reality is of the situation is our courts and I think people are understanding our court system. I mean, one of the things that's been, you know, for me, Stephanie, really since you know, since 2016, 2017 when I've been engaging with the public on these issues, there's a sense that, you know, maybe we've been watching a lot of Law and Order that like uh, the entire process gets done in like 47 minutes uh, <laughs> yeah, with yeah. you know plus commercials. That's just not the reality. Well, I don't know about you, Renato, but I
1: would like to live in an America where the Supreme Court is more like Chipotle. But that's
0: just me.
2: <laughs> Fresh ingredients? Yeah, right. <laughs> for sure.
1: Um, yes, instead of moldy, corrupt ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other obviously big bombshell is uh, Jack Smith's new filing uh, detailing expert witness evidence he plans to introduce against Trump that includes cell phone data from inside the White House during the Capitol riot, um, including apparently Trump's phone. So, uh, I mean, boy, that seems pretty slam-dunky. Is that a word for evidence?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I think, you know, Jack Smith, ha- I mean, I think he's, he he is really fortunate in the sense that, you know, there's a lot of evidence as to what Trump was doing during that time. That's one thing about being the president and being having all of your moves well-documented. I think he's going to be trying to show that Trump never really um, left the White House, that Trump was in, for example, perhaps you know he may be able to show that Trump was, um, on, you know, on the phone, uh, you know, talk, talking to whomever. It may be, you know, Judy, Rudy Giuliani. We don't know for sure uh, during the uh, critical time when there was an attack on the Capitol. In other words, he wasn't calling the National Guard. He wasn't, um, yeah. you know, he wasn't uh, trying to respond to that. I mean, we all saw uh, Stephanie during the January sixth hearings. The, the, the footage, I thought it was gripping footage of Nancy Pelosi acting like a true leader, Thank very you. concerned, talking to Mike Pence, mm-hmm. trying to make phone calls, trying to yeah. get help uh, because they were in real danger. Yeah. I think he's going to create a contrast between that and what Donald Trump was well, doing to show his intent. At that's that what time. I'm
1: hopeful about, Renato, is when, you know, all of his lies hit the light of day in a courtroom. Like that, he, you just can't, you know, you, he just continues to lie that Nancy Pelosi didn't call the National Guard, that I called them up, and they didn't, you know, and all of this just lie after lie that he and all his, his subordinates do, you know, and, and a lot of like we talk about, they're political statements, like, like this thing that Trump made a, a demand that Jack Smith turn over evidence as part of the discovery process to help him prove the election was really stolen from him. This is, of course, this evidence doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah he said uh, uh it's unlikely to exist multiple recounts and audits have repeatedly affirmed that trump lost um he wants to force prosecutors to go on a fishing expedition for evidence that probably doesn't exist he says oh there must be evidence somewhere in the u.s government that there was a massive election fraud again this just takes up time right and it's a political move to you know he keeps saying oh the january 6 you know committee destroyed evidence also completely untrue right
2: well, that's right. Uh, I, and, and just to be clear, I, I think what you're pointing to, Stephanie, is the, the way in which a some, you know, the sort of Republican uh, right wing machine uh, is able to d- create disinformation. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one. We're getting close to the holidays. I'm not sure I'm not the only person uh, listening here who goes home for the holidays and talks to people and you're and you're like talking to family members who live in some sort of alternate universe right where they understand but and believe things that have no semblance to reality and i think that's that what trump what trump is really he's he's like when you know when carl rove talked about how you and i are in a reality-based community and he's in his own he's creating his own reality Trump has taken that to another level, and we we have a portion of the United States that's really been uh, deceived. Yeah. Been deceived. Yeah.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills.
2: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality
0: simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: Um, let's talk gag orders for a minute. A gag order should remain on Trump because of the hundreds of threatening, harassing, anti-Semitic messages a judge and his staff have received, according to the New York Attorney General. Uh, in a court filing, um, they're appealing uh, Arthur Angrin's, uh gag order. Um, this is the, obviously the Letitia James, uh, you know, uh, lawsuit. But I mean, you know, I'm sure you've heard many of these messages. They're horrifying, and and directly connected to when Trump makes these threats, right?
2: For sure. Look, and, and Stephanie, uh, it's something that I understand personally. I mean, I have been threatened many times in my life. Uh, when I was a federal prosecutor, I was in protective custody for a period yeah, of time. Yeah, Jody threatened uh, you if
1: you didn't come on this morning. So <laughs> kind, yeah, right. kind of par for the course.
2: There. Most serious threat I've received. But in all, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I understand how it can be very uh, challenging for family to deal with those threats it's it's not it's a it can be serious business yeah, yeah. um you know what i would say is you know the judge Egron's uh gag order that's going to i mean that's already been upheld on appeal that, that's that's rock solid because that's a, a gag order protecting court staff or not public figures or just doing their job you know and we saw you know judge Chutkin on his gag on the gag order in her case you know, that was one that was a little broad. Uh, it was a little overbroad on her part, I think. Yeah. The the Court of Appeals, I think, wisely narrowed that. That's been upheld on appeal. We'll see what happens with that, if that ends up going up to the Supreme Court or what. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't think that issue merits it. But nonetheless, you know, Trump is really thumbing his nose at the judicial system, and he's doing it for the reason, you know, it really hooks into what you had just mentioned a moment ago, Stephanie, is he has figured out that Pitting himself as an enemy against the judiciary and against the judicial yeah. system not only undermines the judicial system, but it distracts from the facts of what's going on in these cases. Can't and, you... and really, we're talking about the, his gag orders instead of talking about the fact that he committed fraud.
1: Thank you, and can't let you go without commenting on uh, this just this horrific, you know, case in Texas and elsewhere. Uh, you know, the the uh, abortion rulings. Can I guess my legal question, Renato? Would be I... How does doesn't this kind of lay lie to the, you know, exceptions for the life of the mother? I mean, the, the, obviously, this woman's life is in danger and, and you know, she is still unable to to get health care. Do you have I um, I don't know, just thoughts on that, on what's happening in Texas?
2: Yeah, and I think I agree with that. I mean, this is, by the way, I, I think this is the horrific nature of the Trump presidency and also Something that, you know, there's a lot of us who were who were fighting for reproductive rights for years who were told that this was never going to happen. Oh, yeah. this is never going to happen, that women are going to be in a position where they could be thrown in prison or threatened and thrown in prison for trying to save their own life. OK, so uh, but but putting that to the side, one point I will make to everyone is, you know, the real to me, the real and the real um, dastardly person here is Ken Paxton. Yes. In in Texas basically threatening not only the, the woman here, but the medical providers for, for providing medical care, even after a judge said that this was authorized. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show you, you know, we talk about prosecutors and sometimes, you know, we can cheer on a prosecutor like Jack Smith or whatever, but one thing to, to for everyone should keep in mind, prosecutors having very wide discretion Works both ways. Yeah, and we definitely have to be concerned about unchecked power of, of yeah. prosecutors. They as do well. not
1: believe in the rule of law or democracy on the Republican side. That that's the sad state uh, of affairs. Renato, thanks always for ta- for Thank caving into Jody's threats. <laughs> <laughs> she barely weighs a hundred pounds, but she is terrifying.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you next thanks, time. Renato. Thanks, thanks, Renato. thanks Thank so much, you Renato. Appreciate okay. it. All right, everybody. there he goes. Bye. Legal rock star, Renato yes. Mariotti.